everyone, this is the I'm Speaking Podcast with Marcy and Priya. Grab your favorite drink and join us to get our take on what's streaming and if it's worth the binge or not. Stay tuned and find out how many martinis we give it. What's up, everyone? This is Season 10, Episode 3. Today, we are reviewing The Watcher on Netflix. Yes. <laughs> oh, okay. That was the intro. So, awesome. so, okay. so we already reviewed this sort of on our IG. We both did yeah. a little thing about it, but we felt it was necessary to really flesh this out. Yeah, 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 yeah. So we did like what they call a quickie. <laughs> but now we're deep diving deep into it because I think the show is is worthy of us discussing further. Mm-hmm. And because this season we're talking about crimes and and mystery and things of that nature, I thought this was a perfect fit. Yeah. So this is a show that's on Netflix. If you haven't watched it, then we are telling you now. Watch it first <laughs> because we're going to reveal a lot of information. So if yes. it's something Spoilers. you have on your to-do list to watch, maybe pause, watch, and then return. If you're on the fence about it, then definitely listen to this. But we will tell you how it ends. That and, and it's a series, y'all. It's not even a movie. It's a series. So it is a series, but it's a short you're really going to have to hunker down. <laughs> yeah, it is a short series. It's only four episodes. Yeah. And it leaves you kind of... No, it's Waiting. more than four. It's more than four episodes. Are you sure? Yeah, it says eight episodes on IMDb. Okay, you win. I lose. All right, so <laughs> eight episodes long. And the winners are losers here. Yeah. At the end, it um leaves you kind of waiting for the second one. But we'll talk about the ending later because I think that's one of the better things about the whole show. It's the ending. It finally uh, ended. Right. <laughs> it how didn't it even ended. end. It didn't even end. Exactly. How, so, how it kind of leaves you out there. Yeah. You know, I had anxiety watching this. Uh, I know. I'm sorry started. about that. I didn't realize. That's all right. There's no need to apologize. It just reminded me of my life in Miami and the stupid association that I had to deal with and how they were always watching. They were watching you from the cuts, yeah. like what you're doing with your house, how tall your grass was. If you're hanging wreaths on your door, if your kids were outside playing, like they were always watching. So, um, I mean, and this was an association based thing. It was more of like some person that was obsessed with the house and the history that we still don't even know who it really was. Um, but then you all also felt like everybody else was watching. All the neighbors were watching. So it was just crazy anxiety. Yeah. Yep. I can see that. Um so you never really know if it's one person that's the watcher or if it's a conspiracy with the neighbors for the real estate value. Yeah. Let's let's make it clear that it is based on a true story. And so this whole season, I think this is our third episode. And so far, everything's had a true story involved. Right. Which mm-hmm. is kind of crazy because we're talking about crime. And well, a lot of crimes and are, are, are based on mm-hmm. some type of true yeah, apparently that's a thing. So, yeah, I don't know that in real life, maybe they don't know who this person that was sending these letters is, which could be the actual fact, right? Nobody knows. Uh, every, we agree that these letters do come to the owners of the house. And mm-hmm. it's more than this family. It was the previous family, the family that's in the show, and then the following family, who's the realtor, mm-hmm. uh, Jennifer Coolridge place that um as Karen so Karen actually becomes the owner of the house 
once the family leaves at the very end towards yeah this is the yeah. end and then but she also has crap happening in her house mm -hmm. so that there is something happening to that house is a fact who is creating the chaos or is it somebody doing it is it haunted or what the heck is happening or is it a conspiracy of the whole neighborhood for the value of the property right that's what we don't know so as part of the movie there is this fact about a family dying right so there's this man that kills his family he gets home and he kills i think it's his wife his daughter and daughter, yeah. daughter and son and nothing comes of it it's like not in the news it's not reported it's but it did happen yeah i i don't think the town or or everybody covered it up because everybody um, covers it because it brings down the value of the yeah. property right and so mm -hmm. um this is all happening in new jersey it happened again this is in your neck of the woods priya this is not <laughs> happening down south <laughs> so. well the, yeah the family the family is from uh manhattan And they moved to Jersey. Is it Jersey or Long yeah, Island? Yeah, to New Jersey. Yeah, yeah Westfield, New Jersey. Yeah. And so when we were talking about the good nurse, a couple of episodes ago was also <laughs> happening in New Jersey. What's up, Jersey? <laughs> I know, they're like staying busy. So this was based back in, or this was happening back in 2014 when the, the family that the show revolves around is in the house. It's actually living in the house was back in 2014. So the whole movie has, it has a great cast. I'll give them that because it mm -hmm. does have Naomi Watts and Bobby Cannavale. Cannavale, yeah. I have a hard yeah. time pronouncing it too. Mia Farrow, right. isn't it? Yes, yes. She's kind of creepy, by the way, in the, in the show. She was great. She was yeah. perfect. <laughs> she is excellent, but yeah, she's creepy. Um, so it's the Brannock family and it has, right, Nora and Dean and then their daughter and son. And they move into this beautiful house that all four of them are obsessed about. Um, it takes hard, crazy hardship on them financially. They get no help from the police when they start encountering, encountering all these crazy things happening in the house uh, with people just random like stalkers sh showing up in the house and things happening to the house and these constant letters coming into the house uh, saying that they're being watched. Christopher McDonald plays the, I think he's the lead detective and the chief and the everything in that little town. He just doesn't take him serious. He always blows him off and just whatever. And then he's collaborating or dating and hanging out with the head realtor, right? Which is Jennifer Coolidge. Again, her name is Karen in the show. Um, mm -hmm. And they're having a thing going on, which is just kind of all over the place. Like, There's just so much happening in such a small little town. Um, and you don't know who's crazy and who's not crazy. And just every time you think something happens, something else is coming up. Like their neighbors, Mo, which is Margot Martindale, mm -hmm. and her husband always sit on their lounge chairs to watch the house. Like, like literally sit there just watching the house. <laughs> all, of, all, all of a sudden, in one of them, there's like a shooting And they take out these two bodies, like just full of blood out of yeah. the house. Didn't their son like stage that or something? Right. So they, you think they're dead. 
And then the next episode, they're back home from wherever vacation they went on. And you're like, what the hell is happening? <laughs> yeah, it's just a lot, a lot of crazy stuff going on. So you wonder, you know, where where those lines are at. It's like all blurred and all over the place. Uh-huh. And of, you think everybody is the watcher. You go through yeah. it all. Everything from... Mia Fra- Farrow's, I think, little brother or something who's autistic and likes yes. the dumb, dumb waiter. Yes. It's the thing about the dumb waiter being historic yes. or something. Yeah. <laughs> so you think that they're the watcher. And then you think that um, Maureen and Mitch are the watchers, the one you, ones you were just talking about. Right. And then you think Jennifer Coolidge is the watcher. Right, because you, you think it's the realtors that are trying to, like, create all this chaos just yeah. to increase the value of the property. Because mm-hmm. they're constantly talking about this LLC. They yes. used to own it and this LLC that's going to be always an LLC owning yeah. it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's kind of crazy. Mm-hmm. And um, even like um, the security kid, Dakota, like you, you, I feel, I fell from the whole movie. I was like, I, you know, he's so suspect too. Like he could be the watcher, you know, and he knew like all the security devices and blah, blah, blah. And at some point, you know, the dad thinks that he's the watcher and on top of him dating his, his daughter. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and while they're going through a divorce, like all this messiness is happening. Like, it's just crazy, crazy stuff. <laughs> yeah, it is. It is because they, they kind of watch each other because everybody's so uncertain of everybody. Mm-hmm. There's no trust anywhere. So you don't know if they're setting each other up or because there's so much doubt among everybody that they frame each other or I don't know, it's kind of all over the place, but Ultimately, before we even talk about who your favorite character was, because I always love to know who your favorite character was, do you think it was worth watching? I definitely think it was worth watching. Anxiety and all. It was it was we're not even martini talking. Yeah, we're not even talking about martini yet. But I I it kept you going. So that's that's the whole point of watching thrillers and mysteries. You wanna you wanna find out. Yeah, you'll just keep watching it just and we still didn't find out at the end but it still kept you going because even at the end the family turned out to be like watchers themselves like who are really the watchers there's everybody's the watcher yeah um so yeah i mean what about you your favorite character oh my favorite character yes i think it was definitely worth watching but what's your favorite character so i had a couple favorite characters i mean i definitely love uh jennifer coolidge uh because of stifler's mom do you remember that movie of course american pie <laughs> yeah she's been in so many things she was even in two broke girls and now she's yeah. doing all the old navy commercials yes i trendy. love her <laughs> i love her just for who she is she's and all the also in white lotus yes we were talking about earlier yep so i love her such a great character um i like theodora birch uh played by noma um i'm probably gonna say her last name wrong so i'm not gonna say her last name uh, but she, I loved her character, um, the detective that they hired and the, you know, just the ups and downs she went through to help him while she was dying because she wanted to get her last case in. Yeah. And then before she died, she said that she was the watcher just so that she can have closure and give them closure. That's but so she stupid. wasn't really the watcher. Oh, so stupid. <laughs> I don't get that. Yeah. And she was just That's trying to like put an end to her own case, you know, pretty much before she died. I think um, she wanted to bring them peace also and yeah. didn't realize. Yeah. yeah. And then um, just for all the wrong reasons. So I find something sexy about Bobby Cannavelli. Like, uh, hello, of course. <laughs> there's something yes. sexy about him. Yeah, so there's a lot of it. I didn't mind watching. Yeah. 
<laughs> yeah, I love him. I didn't mind watching Bobby. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I'm with you 100%. Yeah. So those are my three, at least. Well, what about you? So I have to agree with you. Hands down, my favorite, favorite, favorite is Jennifer. Yeah. She's hands down my favorite um, actor of all of it. But I thought the cast was excellent because, I mean, I could go on and on. I really enjoyed so many of the cast members from Naomi Watts. Obviously, Bobby, love him. Um, I like Christopher McDonald. I think he's great. I've mm. watched him in so many other movies. I love Margot Martindale, Richard Kind. I love the kid that played Dakota, Hunter Hall. He yeah. was great. Um, I also love Michael Norrie, who played Roger Kaplan. You love the whole cast. <laughs> I really did. I, you know, I could just read them all and I loved them all. I really loved the cast. I loved the, the plot. Mm-hmm. I liked that it kept me engaged. I did binge watch it all. That's maybe why I thought it was four and it was actually eight. I watched it. It was one of those things that we're watching it and Billy was like, okay, well, so it's like almost 1 a.m. Can we watch it tomorrow? I'm like, no, no, you can go to bed. <laughs> I'm like, what? So it was that interesting that I just had to find out who the heck it was. Mm-hmm. And so after saying that, we get to the end, end, end. Like, that's it. It's it's finishing. Mm-hmm. And that's where you come in, Priya, because that was your biggest problem with the whole show <laughs> was how it ended. And oh, it's my God. Very, it's very common. Well, weren't I you upset, too? People. Weren't you upset? Like, you, there was no closure. So no, obviously, they got season two. obviously, they got season two. Another family moves into that. So they move out. They move back to Manhattan. Right. Um, obviously, they're going through a lot of relationship stuff and they need to get their lives back together and move on. But Bobby's character keeps on like at it. Like he needs to find out. He needs to find out. And new so family. She. Huh? Yes. Both so of them. So does his wife, because at the end, he lies about where he's at. Yeah. She's right behind him doing yeah. the same thing, watching yeah. over the house. Yeah. So this house family's in there. It's breeding watchers. <laughs> <laughs> It is. Yeah. It totally right? is. Um, yeah, it totally is. Um, and it just let, I mean, the whole show was anxiety and then it left you with anxiety because you're like, what the heck? Yeah. <laughs> I zero anxiety. <laughs> yeah. Believe it or not, zero anxiety. I was just really into it. Like, okay, okay. Who did it? Who is it? Who is it? It was like the who done it. Like we were playing Clue. Did like the ending. I did not mind the ending. I looked at the ending like, okay, awesome. There's a season two. Yeah, that's how I looked at it. Like, I guess part of me didn't want it to really end because I was enjoying it. So I'm like, okay, so there's a season two. Mm -hmm. Um, But it creeped me out. Like I was kind of scared, borderline scared with what was happening with Jennifer Coolidge with the character Mm -hmm. at Mm -hmm. the end with the frigging dog unnecessary and the blood. And and it was just crazy how she takes off running down the middle of the street. (laughs) So her... um, (laughs) So, yeah. So I would love to know what our listeners thought about the ending, because it seems to be like a 50 50. I've heard so many people talk about how they hated the ending. Like, why couldn't they give you closure? Mm-hmm. And then others, very few felt like I feel right. Like, no, 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 it's cool. <laughs> We're going to season two. So with that aside, what are your thoughts on martinis? Okay. So, you know, uh, while you're talking, I'm also thinking about murders in the building and how like, oh, I love that show. Yeah. How, well, I mean, you find out the murderer 
by the end, but they find some way. Per season. To, One to, per season. Another season. Like what's going to happen? Like somebody yeah. else dies. <laughs> they have to solve another murder in the building. Like there's all these murders happening in the building. <clears throat> so, you know, with, with this uh, types of series like these, where there's a crime related and mystery and then trying to figure out who did it, they have to find a way to move into the next season, right? So, I mean, I guess the best way for them to do it was just don't keep it open and make you think now everybody's the watcher. Oh, and that's another thing. He started writing the letters. Bobby's character started writing letters at some point. So he sort of became the watcher for real. I'm like, telling you, you the know, was breeding them. Yeah. Um, and I, you know, I wonder if there's, there's going to be like another plot twist, like some kind of, I'm like totally talking out of my butt here, but like maybe something supernatural, maybe the house is making people. <laughs> I don't know, I don't uh, know but I am uh, definitely uh, down to watch it again. Like <laughs> I'm in for season two. I want to see what happens. Yeah, definitely. Um, so I would give it four and a half only because of the ending for me. Really? <laughs> okay. Four and a half. <laughs> you know, I'm going to follow you. It's definitely not. It's not a five star. It is not mm -hmm. by no means is it a five star, but it's definitely worth four or four and a half. So, yeah. you know, this season for us is kind of working where we're in sync. So I'm going to keep that going because. Oh, shoot. Agree oh, with you. snap. Yeah. I was thinking <laughs> yeah, it's a four, maybe four and a half. And you came up with four and a half and I'm with you. Okay. You're, you're, you're on point. So four martinis so, and a shot. Four martinis and a shot <laughs> is it. Um, if you're on the fence about watching it, I would say watch it. It's worth the watch. It's entertaining. Mm -hmm. um, so watch it. And I also wanted to mention something before we're done with this episode. Um, although we are talking about thrillers and crimes and true stories and whodunit kind of thing. One of the shows that we contemplating contemplated on watching and discussing with our listeners was uh, the Dahmer story mm. which is the show called Dahmer monster. Yeah. Um, and out of respect for the families and for all of those, you know, who, who it brought horrible memories to and brought, you know, so many negative things to, and just for the mere fact that really nobody really should be watching that. I don't think it cannot possibly be good for anybody's mental health. Yeah. Um, we decided not to watch it. So I just wanted mm -hmm. to, to mention that because we do cover shows that are trending and that was trending and we decided to yeah. be respectful. I think it was trending for all the wrong reasons. So I think yeah. a lot of people felt the same way we did. Like they didn't want to watch it because it was glorifying what he did. And then it just didn't sit right in my stomach at all. And, and I, I get, I, you know, I, I do see those that are interested because in a dark way, it is fascinating, fascinating to see how the human mind works, right? Mm -hmm. And, and how, or how, what creates a monster like that? So I get all those questions that we have as humans about wanting to know more, like, what did he do? How did he do it? How did he get caught? Um, what was he thinking? Where did he come from? So I get where we want to note those things, right? We watch shows like Criminal Minds, which is gory in what these people are doing and you have the fbi agents that are breaking through to see why they think the way they think and they do the things they do mm -hmm. so i don't want to put down anybody that really watched it because i get it i get why you would watch it right of the things you want to learn it was something that really did happen serial killers are true you know humans and they mm -hmm. do these monstrous things 
So I get why we would want to learn more about it. But in this particular case, I feel that maybe because of how he looked in real life or maybe because of the time frame that when, I don't know, for whatever reason, there seems to be something about romanticizing this monster. And that's where I have a problem with it. Yeah. Um, and of course, bringing back all these horrific memories for, you know, the parents, especially the parents of um, the, the college students, because that was such a big deal, you know, in Florida when these girls were going missing and all these different things. So moving forward and leaving that behind, just wanted to do a disclosure on why we're not covering it. Yeah. Yeah. And, um, you know, the, I completely agree with everything that you're saying. And I do have to say that the actor that um, is playing Jeffrey Dahmer, Evan Peters, he's a really, really good actor. He's in um, American Horror Story. He's done other movies. He's so good at his craft. Um, so I have no doubt that he pulled off Dahmer in this movie, even though I didn't want to see it in the series. I didn't. I, I have no doubt that he pulled it off. And Nisi Nash is also in the cast as well, and she's amazing. Um, yes. So, I mean, it is what it is, right? I mean, we're not going to rate it. We're not going to watch it. It is what it is. And I'm sure a lot of people feel the same. Mm -hmm. Yep. That's and with that said. Yes. <laughs> so if you watch The Watcher, please let us know how you felt about it. If you're on the fence about it, our suggestion is that you do watch it. It's worth watching. Um, so that's how we feel about it. But we would love to know how you feel about it. So please share your comments with us so that we um, know how you felt about it. Absolutely. So make sure you like, share, follow, all that good stuff. And check out next week's episode, episode four, season 10. We're doing crimes and dramas, baby. <laughs> I love your animation. I love it. I love it. All right, guys. So have a great one. And I will see you the next one. Bye, Priya. Bye.